Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Behind the Visual, where I interview all those people responsible for making all those images and videos you see out in your world every single day. I am your host, advertising and lifestyle photographer, Mark Hansen, and today my guest is Brooke Hall. Brooke is a model who's been in this industry for quite a while. She started modeling when she was 14, 15 years old, and is uh, still doing it now at the age of 40 and doing a great job. She's going to talk to us a little bit about how she got started with this whole thing, um, talk to us a little bit about the trips she had uh, when she was modeling over in Japan, when she modeled in Greece, uh, the time, the years she spent in New York uh, modeling, then what brought her back down south, the advice she has for newer models and what they need to know to hopefully have the longevity that she has had in this business. And also um, a little bit about the time she saw her picture on the side of a van for a dry cleaners and she had not given them permission. So what she did to take care of that and also um, working with Betsy Johnson. So stay tuned. Great interview. I think you guys are going to love this one. All right, let's do it. Okay, so I want to know how you became a model. What made you want to be a model? How did you make it actually happen? All that stuff. Okay. So around 13, 14, I, my mom, I was like, I probably was five, nine when I was 12 years old. I had size 10 feet in fourth grade. Um, I was oh. a taller than every boy and that continued. It was, I was awkward, you know, I had braces. I developed early. Um, so I got braces about fourth grade. So seventh grade, I got them off. So around 14, my mom, Randy Montsinger from Carolina Talent, he had put an ad in the paper for a modeling camp. So my mom was like, well, she's not really interested in sports and everything. So she's tall and lanky. I'll just send her there. So I went to modeling camp with braces and then he taught us how to, how to walk. He taught us how to hold things for commercials. He taught us how to pose and stand. And then at the end of the week, either you were gonna be signed or you weren't signed and you took some pictures at the end of the week. And I got signed. I mean, I, I honestly don't know how. <laughs> like my picture is me with like a blossom hat, you know, the jean oh, hat with yeah. the flower right here, braces and like, you know, smiling like this. And Randy took a chance on me and, um, I, that's where it all started. I got my braces off and had my first photo shoot and the makeup artist right before the photo shoot decided to um, pluck my eyebrows and I had nice eyebrows and now they are very thin because of her when I was 14. So my first photo shoot I have, I'm, I cannot see out of my eyes. They're so puffy because she has <laughs> gone to town on my eyebrows. And I legit have no idea. I've got my braces off and I have no eyebrows and my eyes are like this. And so my first photo shoot was a disaster. You know? It was amazing. Yeah. It was terrible. But from there, Randy, Randy had his girls, you know, like I became his girl for a while. Um, and he sent me to New York. I went to the conventions, you know, um, gosh, what were they called? Yeah, IMTA convention. Yes. Um, yeah. Down in Florida. And um, that's well, that was AMTC. AMTC. Yeah, it was AMT IMTA. I went to that in New York. It was like a porn fest for teenagers. Okay, no, 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 that was not me. Yeah. This was this was a lady's name. 
Oh, it was Millie Lewis or no, yes, no, no. Millie Lewis camp. Millie Lewis, yes, Millie Lewis competition. And so, right so when I started doing that, my mom would take me down there in Orlando and probably Atlanta, I think. And agents, I mean, it was legit agents from all over. I got signed with um, Atlanta, with Legeance. I got signed with Next in Miami. Um, I won like the runway. I won the um, makeup, putting on your own makeup. I, I, I didn't win the top model, but I won a lot of like little, little teeny awards. I don't know. It, it sounds like such a pageant thing, but back then it wasn't. It was the way you got to see yeah. and meet all the agents, the top agents. And at 14, um, the Japanese was in, were interested and wanted me to go to Japan when I was 14. And they told me to get rid of my mole and <laughs> I needed a nose job and you name it. I heard it. God. So that's how I got started. And that's how I got to go all around the world from, from Randy, you know, Japan? meeting all these agents at Millie Lewis. Did you go to Japan? I did. 17. 17. By yourself yeah. or did your mom go with you? By myself. So when I was 15, my mom took me to New York. I was with uh, Elite in New York and she stayed a week and then I stayed in a model's apartment for a week, which was supposed to be chaperoned. My booker was a chaperone. She put makeup on me one night, sent me and this girl, Megan, out to a club that had a runway show at two in the morning. I, I like look back at my life <laughs> and I'm like, I was in so many situations that could have been so bad and I was so lucky, you know? I was so yeah. naive. I was so lucky. Like, uh, I remember the guy in New York, we, we were at a table and he was like, what would you like to drink? And I was like, I am 15. Like, no, you know, but thank God. Who knows? Did, you, did you tell him you were 15 or did you just go, no? Did you? I did. Yes. I was like, we're here. For, I, I was like in a Bay Bay. You remember Bay Bay or BB or whatever? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was dressed, you know, this, she dressed me up and sent me out. It, it, you know, it, it was a little crazy. So 15, I did that in the summer. 16, I lived in Chicago. And then my mom went up there for a little bit. And then I lived in a mom's apartment for the rest of the summer. And then by 17, she was like, you know, Japan's supposed to be very clean and very, the agents take you around everywhere. Supposedly, when you leave your wallet on the outside bench, it'll be there the next morning. So they said it was really safe. And I was with Elite. And I, my dad says it's the biggest regret he has in his, in his life was sending me over there. So I was there when I was 17, right before my senior year. Yeah. Came back 96 pounds. Did you not know this? No. I, I knew you went to Japan, but I didn't know you came back like that. Came what the hell happened? Because I know a girl who went over there at 15 by herself. She ended up hooking up with some dude from an American, like, yeah. Vince Neal from Motley Crue had a band. She really? hooked up with a guitar player there. 15. And w then he came over here and she went to go see him. And he was like, oh, I don't know who the hell you are. I've never met you in my life. Yeah. Well, I lived with a 15 year old. So I'm 17. She's 15. And she was bringing home boy after boy after boy. And like, I, I was there. I was working six days a week. The only day I wasn't working was Sundays. I would get up at four in the morning, catch the train by myself. Men were coming out of bars in um, Azerbaijan, throwing up everywhere. The Japanese drink a lot. I mean, this is 1997, you know? Wow. Um, and I worked and worked and worked, and I got a parasite the first or second week that I was there, and that's what caused me to go to 96 pounds. But I was working constantly, so they didn't care that I was just right. so thin. 
But when I got off the plane, my mom like fell to the ground. And it took me a year, my whole senior year in high school, I was basically in and out of school and had my work faxed to me because we didn't know what I had. I, I had done, get this. So Craig Honeycutt and I had done a photo shoot in February before I left yeah. in Florida with baby lions and baby tigers on a, on a reservation. Carol Baskin's reservation. <laughs> yes. So I look back at my pictures. Craig was like re over COVID. He's like, Brooke, look at your pictures. Cause I kept everything like dated everything. We were at Carol Baskin's, um, whatever sanctuary, tiger sanctuary. Yeah. And I did a photo shoot. So I got tested for cat scratch fever, AIDS. Um, I mean, all kinds of things. And finally we went to a chronic fatigue specialist cause I was so tired and, and, you know, thin and they found it, they found it, um, through some kind of test. I won't put, tell you what kind yeah, of test. Thank you. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> so thank you. They figured it out. <laughs> so, and, and that's when the directions was like, Hey Brooke, look, what do you want to do? You want to go to college or do you want to model full time? And they were like, we can't work you at 96 pounds, you know? And I yeah. said, I said, screw it. I'm done. I'm tired. I'm done. And so I went to NC state for four years and didn't model at all and just had a great time. So, and gained like 50 pounds fresh. <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> Lots of beer and pizza that I'd never had before. You know, I started working at 14. I was okay. supposed to follow a diet, you know, and, I just never gave myself permission to have those kind of, the, that kind of food. So I had a little fun freshman year. So I bet you did. Yeah. No, I remember there was a girl that I met my freshman year and we had her over to our dorm room and we ordered pizza and this chick, she's about your size. Yeah. She ate an entire pizza by herself, like a medium pizza. She just oh stuck the whole thing down. I was impressed. I was I like, was yeah. Like with like 14 beers after. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. And now I can't do it again. You know, I can't do it anymore because I saw what that did to me. Like I have to work out, you know, and I was yeah. so big at the time. I was just not taking care of myself. So, you know, what? It was four it. years. Yeah. It's four years. You need yeah. it. Yeah. And so that, out. so I, I, I look at these girls and I don't know how they now can model while being in college. I just, didn't want any pressure on myself and just wanted to be a kid for once, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There are a couple of shots. I know the girls like her freshman year in college and I saw her, she was booked on like a three day shoot. I was like, aren't you supposed to be in class? No, I don't get it. Yeah. She's like, eh, it'll be okay. Online, you know, back in the old days, I hardly had a computer, you know, so no. I had to be in class. So there was no online. I didn't have a computer at all. Yeah, no. you definitely did. I had like the IBM, like we're getting there. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I had a computer, but I didn't use it very much. So yeah. now nowadays I feel bad for them. Like I feel bad that there there is this um that they can be reached so quickly. I wish, you know, so easily, I mean, I wish yeah. that it wasn't like that. So they would be at all in school right now, you know. That's why I told Ashton when this whole COVID thing hit and yeah. they sent her home for two or six. What would you do? And if this had been when I was in school, you just yeah. like, hell yeah, I'm out of school for the next year. I know, years. I know. But for the next year. Yeah. You're done. Like, what do you, what would it be like? That's wild. But then you'd be coming up, probably what they would do is they just force you to go back to school. 
But to be honest, we wouldn't have the news. We wouldn't know about it, really. Yeah, you, you wouldn't know, know as bad as it is. No, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think yeah. it's kind of much better. Yeah, I don't know. There's some t- I'm so glad that all this social media was not around when I was a teenager. Me too. People be bringing back my fat pics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Brooke, you're a model. Uh, well, let's see. You fresh yeah. me here. Yeah. <laughs> is, is I'm the one that took all the pictures, so I've got all the pictures printed out in my attic. No one else really has a lot of pictures of me, but I've got pictures of everybody else to blackmail <laughs> myself, you know? That's but, smart. I was the pick. I was the you know photographer. Got me polish, but yeah, chopped my hair off. I was I was done being, you know, what everybody else wanted me to be. Right. You know? So I spent a lot of time doing that. What'd you major in? Mass communications. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> I don't remember anything. You know, I don't remember anything from school. I have to be honest. I think mass communications was the equivalent of like basket weaving, you know? <laughs> what? No, I had to do like videos and do papers on, I, I remember doing a paper on a Versace ad and reading into like what it was saying to the society. And I liked, okay. it. I liked it, but like, what, what am I gonna do with that? Nothing, for me, nothing, you know? No, I'm with you. My, my but, degree is communications with us. Um, I guess so I focused on advertising, media advertising. Okay. Okay. And then possibly another two classes I could have had, I could have added to that and had a double major in media advertising yeah. and broadcast communications. But so, I was like, I'm out. So broadcast communications is what I was doing. Yeah. Which was very hard back in the day. I mean, it took you, you know, 15 days to make a two minute video. Yeah. You know, I mean, with that old equipment. So I didn't, had to sit there I didn't, and, did you have the VHS tape? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I hated it. I was like, this is, I'm not doing this. See, I liked it. I liked um, it to the point where I had a, a partner and I sent him away. You're a nerd. I'm not a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference here, Mark. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> What'd you do after school? So that was a big question was like my senior year. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So I um, had lost the weight as of sophomore year. Um, and just went back to my normal body size. And so I, I left and talked to directions and went to Greece that summer and then moved to New York when I got I was Greece. I hated it. Did you? Because I was going to yeah. go there for about three or four months and just shoot because I heard they had so many magazines. But then I got engaged and decided probably not the best time to go to Greece. So, so directions sent me in July, June and July, which was the dumbest time to go. Um, no offense to them. I... I thought they would know that everybody leaves for vacation in August. So right, I, yeah. I, I didn't work. I didn't work. Ooh. I mean, I maybe worked a couple times, but like not enough to pay back. Cause you know, so they, they, they provide you, they get the airline, they provide you with the models apartment. So when I walked into my models apartment, now granted I had been in Chicago and New York where I'd been in bunk beds. So I walked in my model's apartment. It's an old hotel. And the only way that they can get in touch with you about your castings is a fax downstairs. Oh. No one's downstairs, okay, at the desk. there's. I came, my mom had to send me granola and stuff that I could use hot water to have breakfast. So I go in my room and the beds, I'm not lying, the beds are this far off the floor and they are this close together. And I'm rooming with a girl from Finland. 
who doesn't talk much English. And I am miserable from right the get go, you know, and you wait, you sit there and you wait for them to fax you and tell you where you're supposed to go that day. And then a driver picks you up. It's hot as hell. Um, and you go to castings all day and you're with a bunch of girls. And I, I did go to an Island, um, Agina, and that was nice. And again, situation where I'm like, I could have been taken. I don't know who I, I can't tell you who I, whose house I stayed at. Who oh I, went with. I have no idea. I just know that I was woken up to like Alibaba. I don't know. Not Alibaba, but like somebody goes in here, you know, in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I look back, I'm like, what was I do? What was I doing? And then a promoter would take us out when we were back in Greece and take us to, you know, big clubs and everything. And I, that just wasn't me. Yeah. And so you weren't allowed to leave. The agency didn't want you to leave. I was with Elite. And so I called my mom. It was a torrential downpour. I called her from a payphone and I said, get me the hell home. And she bought me a flight home and I left. I didn't even tell the agency. Wow. And I left after two months because I just, I hated it. I wasn't working. Um, I, I think I got a couple, um, you know, shoots in, but that yeah. was it. I, I, it was pretty miserable because there weren't a lot of clients around. I haven't heard a lot of good things about Greece for models. There was a male yeah. model that I heard was over there. This was years and years and years ago, but he was having to do things he did not want to do to get yeah. jobs. Ooh. And he was not getting paid like he was supposed to. So one day, evidently, he just snapped, put yeah. on like camo, head to toe, got a uh, machete, walked into the agency in Greece and was just like, I want my money or I'm going to start breaking shit. Well, and I think they paid him. And then he just like took off and went home. But evidently, it was so bad for him there that he was just like, I'm not doing these things anymore. Yeah, it's just not worth it. They're not going to give you the money. They're speaking, you know, they don't care. And yeah. I didn't have any loss, which was good. They never made me pay back my airfare and my modeling, you know, my model department over there. So I, I don't think, I mean, I don't remember paying them for me going over there and not working. Yeah. And that was, you know, back in the day when they would do that, they brought you this money and you make it back and pay them. And if, in Japan, I had a contract. So, I may, I, I was guaranteed, I think it was guaranteed like 12 and made 24 in two months. You well, that's know? good. Back yeah. in 1997, that's a lot of money, you know? Yeah. And that was able, so, so that money was set aside. And then I moved to New York. I sublet an apartment that was already furnished um, with a friend of mine from high school guy. And that's how I was able to survive in New York for the first six months of not really working and getting to know clients and making right. my book. Um, and that's how I got started in New York. Cause otherwise, I mean, I never asked my parents for a cent, you know, Where you living in New York. Um, I lived on Upper East Side and never left. Wow. I, I was in that apartment for about a year and then moved to 89th and second and then was there for five more years. Well, damn. So yeah, never left. It's too expensive. You have to pay first, last real oh, yeah. fee. I'm like, forget it. You know, my rent was already a thousand dollars. I can't. And then you had to have a guarantor. To mm -hmm. sign, you know, for your lease and everything. So just stay put. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. Did you know girls? Because I'd heard of girls going to New York and they would get there and they didn't realize they were having to pay for all that. So they were getting car service every place, you know, mm -hmm. all this kinds of stuff that they shouldn't have done. And then they realize when they're leaving to go back home, 
oh, you owe the agency two grand or oh three grand. God. And they're like, how's that? I made all this money. Where's my money? And they, oh, well, you had a car service nonstop. And then when we were FedExing your book, all these places and whatever else you were food in. Yeah. No, no, no. Brooke was taking the subway. Listen, listen, no, no. I, I, I don't think I've ever taken a car service in New York. <laughs> Even I now, I think maybe I did once, maybe twice. You know, I maybe if I had a 5 a.m., like if I'm going to the airport at 5 a.m., I was yeah. scared to death of getting a taxi at 5 a.m. Yeah, I, mean, I think that was probably the only time. But no, Mark, like my dad likes to remind me, I'm TT, trailer trash. Okay? <laughs> so listen, Brooke is taking the subway. Okay, I, I, I don't live like that. <laughs> I used to have my map with me all everywhere I went. I had. You know, you had to carry your book everywhere. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, it was different times. You show up all sweaty and nasty. Yes. And you'd have your heels in your bag. I mean, it, you're slipping that thing all over New York. Go to casting to casting. And nowadays, I guess they just take an iPad. Listen to them. You hear them? <laughs> They're hitting like the air conditioning unit. Yeah, I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> okay um but so yeah so i i did not live posh life in new york i lived you know i made my money and i i went out if i could i my dad you know he even said you know if you can come home for christmas that would be awesome we would love it you know but i paid for my flight home wow you know, yeah I, I was on my own once i left college i was on my own never asked my parents well that's good time. yeah i think so it I was, I think I was very, I, I feel very fortunate to, I was with Images in New York, which was a small, smaller boutique agency, not Elite or Ford. Um, I don't think I would have made it there. You know, there's some yeah. absolutely stunning, gorgeous girls. And I always felt like I was just kind of like the, you know, all American. I, I'll, you can relate to me in your catalog, you know, so I was very lucky to have worked like I did from um, Kathy, who was the owner of Images. And I'm, you know, I stayed with them until she just um, closed down like a couple months ago. Before oh, wow. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. COVID. She was like my second mom. And, and I tell these girls now, I stopped by there all the time in between castings. I'd, I'd pack my lunch and I'd eat my lunch with her in there. And I tell these girls now, like, get in front of your agents because they, you know, once they see you, they're like, oh, she'd be perfect for this job. Yeah. So I think that's why I worked a lot. I was always there, you know, and I, and I, I loved Kathy so much. Like a second, she was my second mom in New York, you know? I think that's a big thing that a lot of girls probably don't understand is you need to be in front of your agent because yeah. I, for uh -huh. a minute, I ran the new faces division of some little place. What happened? What, there you are. Okay. All right. You ran okay. a new faces division? At a very, very small agency okay. and just for a minute. And it was one of those things where you would, you'd have a job pop up and you're submitting models and yeah. you submit the models that you or last you talked to, or you saw in the office 100%. and then you submit it. And then some girl calls or some guy calls like a day or two later and he goes, damn, forgot all about you. Yeah. You'd have been great for that. Yet, I agree. Job. Yeah. And like, and now, and my husband tells me now, he's like, go to directions once a month. And you know, I, it's an hour and a half for me to get there. It's different these days with two kids and everything oh, yeah. and I can get up there, but I do like to go and say, Hey, everybody, because otherwise they're just looking at a picture and they're like, Oh, you know, 
know, Brooks, look, Brooks looks okay for a 40. You know, maybe we should submit her a little bit more. You know, I don't know if, if they say that or not, but I, I believe, and that's why I tell these young girls if they're, all, if they're asking me for advice, it's just to get in front of them. Yeah. Just because because they're not bombarded by you, you know, don't ask them why you didn't get a job. Just be like, hey, I'm here. I'm available. You know, I'm ready to work. I'm, I'm happy to work. I'll be there on time. You know, that's that's a Randy taught me. He said, you know, when I was 14, he said, if you're on time, you're 15 minutes late. And I. I, I, I agree with that. I'm, I'm always at Belk or whatever. I'm in the parking lot 15 minutes before. I may not walk in till eight, till my time clock, till my you know, clock starts, but I'm there ready. And, and these girls that show up late and come in with wet hair when we've been given a list to come dry and have your makeup on and they come in without makeup on, it really pisses me off, you know, because I've gotten up at 5.30 and done what I'm supposed to do. And some people just don't care. And, and they'll be called back. Well, I think there's a reason you've been doing this as long as you've been doing it and continue to work is because of that. Because a lot of girls, for me, it's personality is a big part of it. If you're late, that's the first thing I'm going to notice is, yeah. okay, this model's late. She don't care. And unless there's a good reason for this, right? probably won't use her again. And then personality is a huge thing. And if, cause if you sit there and cause I've worked with girls before where you just get the feeling they're judging every single person there on set, they're not saying anything, but they're looking at everybody or you try and talk to them. They go, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you just go, all right, no, I don't want to yeah. have to deal with you again. Yeah. And I, I agree. I mean, the same thing with me being on set with some people, I'm like, Oh my God, you know, but it is what you bring into it. I, I believe 100% I am hired because I want to be there. And right. I, I know that I'm not the prettiest girl on the block. And I, and I'm, and I know that, and, and I'm okay with that, but I know that that we're going to have a good day, you know, like yeah. whenever I'm with you, we have so much fun. I, oh, yeah. I is my family. I, I, love all the people there and I know that that day is going to be so much fun and if I'm with working with a model that I love or a photographer that I love it's it's not work it's a great you know it's a great the work that I do the work is the fun part the work that I do is the working out the you know maintaining you know my body and what I eat for the job and then the yeah. job is the fun part I'm yeah. taking that from Richard Lima because he, he said that. And I said, that is the perfect thing. You know, this was so right. You know, you work, if you work three days a week, those other four days you're working on getting ready for work, you know? Yeah. And Richard's and psycho I agree. about it. <laughs> I see. But I, what'd you say? He's psycho. Richard's he psycho, about, psycho it. about it. Love him, but he's a little psycho yeah. about it. <laughs> I'm like, but Richard, if you're not working today, why are you still getting up at three 30? I think he, he just had all it. day to work out. I know he does. He loves it. He loves it. He looks great. He's almost 50 years old. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, he looks fantastic. Yeah, so. I look at him and I just want to be like, yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> but he, he looks good, but he's plant based and you wouldn't be able to drink your beer or anything like that. Mark, yeah, so. I couldn't do that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you can still drink beer if you're plant based, can't you? I mean, no. he doesn't drink though. Yeah, that's true. He, yeah, what bloats you? Beer. Yeah, like beer and all that'll bloat you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess so. Uh, I, I, and I always had a rule, and even in New York, like I never drink before I'm working the night before, ever. Even like if my girlfriend's turning, you know, 40 years old, I'd be like, well, shit, I have to work tomorrow. Like I cannot, I cannot have a glass oh, of yeah. wine. 
And all my friends know that. Like, if we have a dinner night before, Brooke's not going to drink, you know? It's, I don't watch my, my food, but um, I, do, I definitely don't drink the night before. Yeah, Anything. well, that's smart. Yeah, because you never know, you know? Yeah. I don't want just one either. <laughs> Give me a little buzz if I'm going to drink. If I'm going to drink. Yeah, I need a little buzz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, otherwise, what's the point? What's the point? Yeah. I agree. There's Might not well just drink water otherwise. I know. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, when was the first time we worked together? I can't remember. I don't remember either. It was a long time ago though. I know. And I don't remember when it was. And it had to have been with Heather and Yeah, I'm sure it was with Heather. Yeah. I you know, you know doing it, hair and makeup. It's been fun to come back to Belk and be with some like Oh geez, you know, I mean, yeah. hate to say it like that, but but we are from the old days of Belk and the Charlotte market, you know. Yeah. Not many of us left. No, like my brothers, we were filming a short. We're doing a short film. We used my brother's house, and it was Heather was there, I was there, Michael Church was there, and my brother's like, "This is really Gosh. cool to see like all three of you guys together." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, it's been a long time." I, it has like Michael Church was so he was so great. He did this fun like different backgrounds he's such a great videographer um he was one of the ogs who else yeah oh i, I don't remember a lot of them yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's right. some people who have come and gone since then too That's true. why'd you move back from new york um so jack i met jack so my husband we will be married 13 years in october and um we I guess this is, this is like night, when did we get married? 2007. So 2005, 2006, I met him at a wedding in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, our best friend's wedding. And then he lived in Atlanta and I lived in New York and we did AirTran back and forth oh, every yeah. weekend. Um, and he'd come visit me and then I'd go visit Atlanta and I was, I was done. I, you know, I, I got married he, we got engaged after nine months and my lease in January and my lease was up in July. And so I stayed until July and then I moved to Atlanta to be with him. Um, and our wedding was in October and then the market crashed, you know, and yeah. I was so lucky that I got out when I did and didn't have another year lease because a lot of my friends moved out. I mean, work was slim. There was nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm, I was in Atlanta and I was with elite in Atlanta and I had a really tough year that year. My, um, my dad got cancer and, um, there was no work and I was used to working three to four days a week in New York consistently. And I'm in Atlanta. I don't know Atlanta. Um, I'm depending on my husband for friends and you know, when he gets home from work and I'm just sitting there and I'm doing these little jobs here and there and I had a tough year coming back. That was, that was tough on our business and it changed our business forever. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. you know, that was a big, that was a big hit. And I left at the perfect time in New York because I, I don't think New York was the same ever again. Yeah. I don't think so either. You know, I learned, I did learn from that to not drop my prices for me. To not drop them. Well, I dropped them then. Yeah. So I, I dropped my, my rate for me to shoot. I dropped it and, it has taken like there's one client it took years. until two years ago to get my rate back up to where yeah. it was in 2008. That's unbelievable. I, I don't think our prices have really gone up, Mark. Yeah. I mean, 
it's been, I have to say, pretty shitty ever since 2008. And I've been saying this now, like, to my friends, they're like, are you going to work? Are you going to work after Corona? And I'm like, okay, I'm 40. Like, I know there's a great market for my age. Yeah. But this is going to hurt our business so badly, in my opinion. Maybe it's not. You've been working consistently over Corona. I have not. I've worked one, one time in 28 weeks. Because now I can't take the little jobs here and there because I have my kids. And, yeah. and are those little jobs going to want me for half? I'm hearing that from some people I'm talking to out of New York and Philadelphia and whatever, yeah. that a lot of jobs are being pushed. A lot of people are starting to see now that they can shoot and they're okay. starting to ramp up, start shooting again. And then some jobs are being pushed into the first part of next year. Okay. Going to next year, but and nobody's really and the, they're not saying a lot about budget. Nobody's really said that they've had to cut budgets or anything That's like good. that. Yeah. So That's good. it's just retail's got to get back. I mean, retail's hurting. Yeah, retail's, retail's like you can't model a desk or like a, a couch when the person can't even get the couch for six months. You know what I mean? Like so yeah. that that's where I'm like, what are they gonna do? I haven't shot for my friend who owns Boehm and months because she's just not getting the, the shipments in. Yeah. I have a European fashion client that I'm shooting for this weekend. Actually, we got three days to shoot. Oh, good. And we didn't know if we were shooting or not because she said it was hard for her to get the samples in and she wasn't right. sure if we were going to shoot at all. Well, so my job for Friday has been changed four times because the product has not come in. Yeah. So, and I'm shooting masks, which is wild. <laughs> you know, I mean, have my, you know, my eyes and, um, and then I got a sty a few weeks ago. I'm like, I can't, I can't even like shoot my, with, you know, cause it's all <laughs> on my eyes now. And my, la and I, my, my job that I did do is just, it's just bizarre. I was like a dental patient, which I've never been before. And they were shooting the new stuff for what these dentists are going to have to be wearing. And it's a full hazmat suit. So there was a model there and she was in a full hazmat suit a mask and then the, the shield, shield yeah pretending to like you know work on me and i'm we're having consultations and you know doing all this in masks and if that's the new world i don't know i don't know what is the new world are we going to be shooting you know picnics with our family in masks like God, I, hope it, not. I don't know yeah. so if there's a lot of questions that are unanswered right now and and with the rates Oh, I just hope it doesn't go like because of 2008. That was that that ruined. I mean, we, you know, as you know, we would get per diem. None yeah. of that anymore. Mm -hmm. You would be flown places. Yeah. Not much of that. When somebody flies you somewhere, you're like, hot damn. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is good, you know? <laughs> yeah, especially now where everybody's trying to shoot local. Right, right. Even the big companies are shooting. Like I was talking to um, Greg Gorman, who's head of photography over at L.L. Bean, and he okay. said they're doing a shoot in September. Which is where? Where's L.L. Bean located? Maine. So okay. they're up in Portland. Okay. He said they have been given, their lawyers have given them five states they're allowed to pull from. Wow. And that's it. And wow. then, who was it? It was um, Eddie Bauer. They're in Seattle. Yeah. They're only shooting local people. I mean, so they okay. have to be local. They're not, even, they're not even allowed to pull from other states. It, they wow. have to be local to... Seattle to Portland or well, into yeah, Seattle. There's some models out there, you know, I think there's a few. 
Yeah, she said it's like total. It's like she said talent all the way around. I think for everybody from photographers, models, hair, all that. She said yeah. it's a little slim. That's, not that I, they don't have it, but it's not they don't have this big a pool to choose from. Right. I mean, think about the yeah, the makeup artists, photographers. Yeah. Because it's got to be right. That's you know, I say this to the models that are at, you know that I talk to. There are so many components to a shoot. If if you look great, the photographer's fantastic. The makeup is fantastic, but the stylist was off. It's oh, done. yeah. If everybody else looks good and then you went out the night before, it's done. It was a waste of everybody's time and your money. You know, like it all has to go together. And, oh, yeah. And, and there's been very few that I can count on my hand that have worked out for me in 24 years. That the shoot has just been unbelievable and everybody was on it styling you know, with makeup and hair and everybody was like in it to get a shoot. Yeah, I think uh, you gotta I, have, especially if you're doing a shoot just for your books, you gotta make sure everybody is into yeah. it, everybody, because I've worked with, you know, stylists that I heard were really good, wanted to work with them, send them stuff, like here's the swipes, here's what I'm looking for. And yeah. they show up with something that's maybe a distant cousin to what I'd sent them. And, like, yeah. and they even sent pictures and I was, but they sent them like the day before. Or the yeah, afternoon or you know, the night before and I oh well you know we'll see what we can get. A good one that we did together was um for that tiny little booklet and then Erica Hanks was the yes. and she was incredible. Yeah, that and was she, good. That was so good. And then she got the Copeland's ad. Um but the makeup artist I never worked with again. She was so good and I don't remember who it I was. I don't even remember who it was. I know. It was at Van Landingham Estate, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That was a great that was like that was the four came together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember who that makeup artist was. She was incredible. And I've never seen her since. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. And it's weird to me too. It's like, I'll have something like that. will happen. We'll have somebody, a really good makeup artist or stylist or even assistant that I really like. Yeah. And then I never hear from them again. I know. That's you would so think weird. they'd at least touch base every once in a while, Yeah. you know, to see if maybe something's For coming work. up. Yeah. Right. But I don't know. Maybe they're just so busy. They don't need, they don't need to. Well, I know Erica Hanks got busy. Oh, I know she started, busy, yeah. Blowing up. And she, but I, I remember working with her and I said, I mean, I don't know how many years ago this was, but I was like, you're the best stylist I have ever worked with in my entire Erica career. is very, um, she's, you got to find the right, like, she's not going to do, right. uh, like, Home Depot stuff. No, exactly. Because you know, that's not her deal. Fashion. Full yeah, fashion. but if it's fashion, if it's, you know, that higher end stuff like that, yeah. she's amazing at it that was kind amazing. of stuff. The clothes were amazing. Yeah, I was impressed with her for yeah. sure. And now there's a lot of people, you know, styling right now. A lot, but that's the thing. Now, you know, as a, at a job, I, I'm the stylist. I'm the stylist. I'm the model. And I'm the makeup artist. I'm surprised I'm not the photographer. You know what I mean? Oh, I did a job. Well, it was probably the f second, first or second, maybe the second paid job I did with, with Brooklyn Decker. Uh -huh. So it's for, and it was for, she was like 16 or something, you know, yeah. and it's for some prom gown company. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this chick at the prom company is like Brooklyn and like two or three other girls. And she, she calls me like two days before the shoot. It's like, Hey, I have all these prom dresses. They need to be steamed. Can you steam them? I was what? like, I was, so she asked me if I could steam the dresses. I was like, yeah, I can get somebody to steam the dresses. Okay, It'll okay. probably cost whatever. And I told right. her a price and she goes, Oh, she goes, 
you know what? We can probably do it ourselves. It'll be okay. And I'll say, all right, well, that's fine. You guys do it yourselves. She shows up the next morning with all these dresses in the back of the SUV, laid out in the back of the SUV. And she goes, oh, man, it looks like a lot of these dresses got wrinkled on the way over here. Oh my God. I was like, okay, how do you think I'm that stupid? I know right. way better than that. So halfway through the shoot, right about lunchtime where everybody's getting hungry, this chick hasn't ordered food. I don't even know if she's going to order food. Brooklyn comes up to me and she says, we're steaming our dresses back there. And this woman is yelling at us to do it faster so we can get more shots done. And that's the client? The client. Yeah, the client had the girls. And if their moms were there, the moms, so the moms steaming dresses. Wow. So I had to take the client off to the side. I was like, listen, yeah, the models aren't steaming dresses anymore. This was on you. You were supposed to do it. That's not their job. And they need to eat something. You've got to right. take your card, order them some food and get something over here for them to eat, which this chick, she had, and then the best thing was, Michael Church had shot for this company the year before. Mm -hmm. And he had told me, he said, hey, when you shoot for these guys, make sure you get your money up front. Oh, and then, yeah. or sit before you give them anything, and then deposit it immediately. So when I got the check from him, he said, because they came back to me and he had shot them on gray or something that they had approved. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 we really needed that all shot on white and made Michael shoot it all over again. So great. I think so. Uh -huh. Yeah. So they gave me the check. They, they saw everything. They approved it. I got the check. I went immediately to their bank and cashed it. Smart. So they couldn't stop the check. Well, at least he told you that. Well, yeah, because we hadn't, because they came back to me a week later and said they needed to reshoot half of everything because we shot inside a house, uh -huh. the window in the background, the sky was blown out and they couldn't see any of the clouds. And I said, well, first of all, there weren't any clouds because it was an overcast day. So there was no, there was no sky and clouds to see. And I said, and secondly, your person approved it. Your art director on set approved every single shot as we were shooting. Yeah. And they said, well, you should have known better. Oh my Lord. And then they said something about, the guy doing the scans or, or the printer, their printer couldn't get proper scans or couldn't get some kind of detail or something. I said, well, give me his number. I'll talk to him. Let me talk to this guy because I think I know what the issue is. If that's really true, they wouldn't let me talk to the guy because it was all bullshit. So what'd you do? I told him I would reshoot it if they wanted to pay me half. I said, you pay me half of what we did last Good time. You. I'll reshoot it. And I don't, I don't know if they reshot it or if they just, with somebody else or they just yeah. went with what they had. I never saw it. So I don't know. That's the thing that have you, I haven't been scammed a lot. I, I did recently in the past couple of years, there were 24 of us that did this two or three day job at the West End downtown and we paid for parking. So $48 a day, right? We're paying yeah. out of pocket. And it was like a three to $4,000 job for all of us. It's 48 bucks a day to park there. $40 a day at the West End downtown. So I'm paying this and, and I could be lying and my total was 40. And now that I think about it, maybe $20 a day. I don't know. That sounds don't, a little I realistic. Know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and so, and three, it was definitely a three to $4,000 job and they went bankrupt and direction was like, sorry. And we're yeah. like, what? And they do that, that on purpose. Yeah. Oh, I knew it. I knew they did. They hired makeup artists for, like for everyone. Every girl had their own makeup artist. Oh, yeah. And we were in a big showroom and doing the, yeah. And they knew, they knew. Oh, yeah. And then they weren't going to pay. I mean, that was like a lot of money.
A friend of mine from New York, who's a rep in New York, was telling me about this photographer he, he knew did a shoot for, I can't remember what the company was, but he did a shoot and it was his first really big shoot. And mm-hmm. the dude like shelled 30 grand out of pocket. And then as soon as the shoot was over, cause he, you know, to pay or he ended up owing 30,000 cause he had to pay assistance and makeup artists and all that. So they had the photographer handle it all, I guess. Yeah. And he didn't get half up front. The company immediately went bankrupt as soon as the shoot was over. And this dude was stuck for like 30, $40,000. No. Yeah. That's terrible. And that was his first big shoot. So it's not like I'm certain oh my God. 30 grand just laying around. That's terrible. No one has 30 grand laying around. Yeah. So it was. If they do. I would like to work for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sign yeah. me up. If you've got $30,000, just okay to piss away, you know? I yep, mean, there you go. Let's do it. Oh, Lord. I, yeah, I, I've had good experiences. I've been paid on time. I mean, I have, but those are, those are the bad ones. But I do get a little frustrated when I have to bring my whole closet, you yeah. know, I mean, to the shoots and do my own makeup. And if they don't like it, I mean, that's not my problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you want uh, someone to, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to do it. Um, I just need time and I would prefer to be paid a little bit more if I'm shopping. It's just the day and age that we're in now, Mark. I mean, you know, they're like, okay, you don't want to do it. Then we'll get somebody else's happily do it, you know, and shop and, and style and do their makeup. And so I'm just kind of like, okay, you know, I'll do what I can do Yeah. because I enjoy being at work, you know, Right. and being with people like you, you know, that, that's, that overrides all doing all that. But it is nice to have a stylist and a makeup artist. And well, absolutely. Because yeah. I don't know what the client wants, really. You know, they just send you pictures and they're like, okay, we want to go on this look. And you just hope at that moment, because I find out maybe Wednesday, but usually Thursday before the Friday job, what uh, I'm supposed to have. And if it's summer at Target and I'm supposed to have winter clothes, you know, I'm kind of screwed if I don't have this stuff. So yeah. I I've got a whole closet upstairs that is in my guest room that is just modeling clothes and really? modeling shoes. Yes. Well, it's just like I don't wear it. You know, that that is just dedicated to work. You know? Yeah. But it's a it's an investment. It's an investment, you know. I'm so glad I'm not getting into it right now. I'm starting right now. Right. And I've, it's funny, I've had like people ask me over Corona, they're like, hey, this is this girl's like thinking about getting started. I'm like, now? Yeah, this is not the time to start no. being a model. No. Yeah. No work right now. I mean, there, there's there's work, but not a lot, you know? Not, no, there's not. I think now's a great time to be a photographer that shoots product. Yeah. Or oh, to be a CGI, somebody who does true. CGI, you know, yeah. or illustration. You think that's going That's true. Yeah. Are you been, have you been shooting product? No. Nah. No. I know. I think, yeah, I think everything's like lay down. It's like when I was looking on anthropology, I'm like, there, there are no more models. It's all lay downs and I can't see the clothes. I, I hope that people realize with this going on that it's not going to work to do lay downs. People don't, well, I, I can't see that white shirt on a white background and what it looks like on the body. So I'm not buying it. Right. So I, I hope this is a little bit of a lesson that in retail that people do need mod, a body. And not just like a mannequin or a you know white background. Yeah, I think it will be. I mean, I would. I hope. And yeah. I think it will be. I think the only thing that scares me is that whole putting it on a mannequin kind of thing yeah. and shooting yeah. it. 
kind of deal. And like being a one face. Yeah. 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 Or there's that looklet thing where they can change the hair and they can change the face and they can change the, have you heard of that? Uh, that I, I, we were afraid of this happening to Belk about four years ago, yeah, right? Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. that was it. One person would be picked. Oh, a couple people will be picked to be the face of that. Yeah, so you get paid. Uh, you get paid so you get paid a big chunk up front to yeah. be the face or whatever, yeah. and then that's it. Then you never see them again. And then it's, they basically just have a stylist from that point forward. You know, a stylist styles the clothes on the mannequin and then shoots it, hits the button. That and. I, I hope, Mark, that that's not. Yeah. But you know what? I might be 50 at that time, and it'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm not going to be 22 and trying to get in this business. And need that's true. Work, so I'm, I, whatever happens, happens, you know? I'll be doing the Depends commercials at that point. Would you like to say hello? And they pay. Hey, hey what's up? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Okay, well, don't. Okay, well, Jay's going home in, in 30 minutes. This is Jen. No, he's going home in 30 minutes too. Don't interrupt me. Jay, you're bored? I'm not bored. <laughs> we thought we could come inside because you can go inside. Go play upstairs. Entrances are out down here. I'll be done in a minute, okay? And then I'll play with y'all, okay? Okay. <laughs> I have closed the door, love. Yeah, in a little bit. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, I think we did really well for what I have three kids. One wants to go home because he's bored. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's he gonna do at home? That's, I mean, there's nothing to do. I you know, go play basketball, go do what I don't know. I don't know. I can't entertain y'all all, all no, we used to disappear and we would not come back home until my mother had a, a, bell. a bell. You would ring like this yes. triangle thing. And we would, you would go, wait, what's that? And then you listen a little bit harder and then you hear it like, ah, man, home. Yeah, I love that though. But now yeah. you're afraid of like them, they're going to get kidnapped on the side of the road, you know? I mean, but you not what, though, free. It, the thing is, and Tammy and I had this conversation this week or last week was I read something about a year or two ago that said there are less of those things happening now than there were back in the like 70s and 80s. Oh, really? But because of the 24-hour news cycle, social media, all that, you hear a lot more about uh, it. Agree, so when agree. one person or two people go missing, all of a sudden you hear about it where 70s Never heard and about 80s, you'd have no clue that they went yeah. missing. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty. So you had like one person on the back of the milk carton and that was it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that true. Yeah, that's it's true. like evidently Jeffrey Dahmer was able to go from state to state to state because they didn't have a way to put it all together that this is the same dude killing all these people. That's true. Yeah. But I am a little afraid. I mean, not with three kids, but I mean, we live in a cul-de-sac. Go play to your heart's desire. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. nobody's coming down here unless you live down here. Which right. It's fine. And we did that too. We'd go out in the cul-de-sac and just play for hours yeah. and you know, ride our bikes around. We didn't go in unless we had to. They can't do that these days. They don't. They don't have the imagination because of the video games and the phones and all that. They don't have the imagination. Yeah. So now I gotta go play. All right. So tell me about a job you regret. Oh, There's gotta right. be one, <laughs> not multiples. You know I don't. Have, oh oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, I did a job for in New York for Butterick Patterns. It's like a big catalog that women can learn to make 
clothes in. Oh, like dresses and stuff like that? Yes, loves them. Great client, paid well. And I started dating Jack. And um, so he's he's like, like an internet stalker. He can find out anything about anybody and like knows how much you paid for your house. And like, you know, like he stalks people just when he meets them or whatever. So, right. so I'm at this job and I have always said, I will not do costumes. Okay, I, I, I will do anything. You're not going to be the French maid at the Halloween costume. Don't want to do it. (laughs) But they made me be a a witch. Put on a wig, a black wig, uh, 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 maybe a nose. I can't remember, but I I was horrified. You weren't the hot witch. You were just. Was not a hot witch. Okay. How they make the hat and whatever. And I was horrified. I mean, like curly black long wig. Okay. And I was like, oh my God, where is this going to go in? You know, I, I do not want to do this. So I did it because they were a great clients. They waited till the end of the day. Of course they did. Well, you know, Jack and I are emailing at this point, like when we don't see each other, like, good morning, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, happy Halloween. And then had a picture. My, <laughs> he found it somehow and said, happy Halloween. I love this costume. I was like, you know, I'm dating. I'm horrified. I'm like, Oh my God, no. So that is the job. I don't have any regrets. I've, I've done, you know, no one's painted my face and done the Halloween makeup and stuff like that. But I just, I don't want to do costumes. And that was one where he found me and I was so embarrassed, you know, but that, but other ones I've really been lucky. For some reason that kicked into my brain Weren't you on the side of a truck or some, or a van or something and you weren't supposed to be? So my friend a couple of years ago was like, oh my God, Brooke, I saw you on the dry cleaners van. I'm like, what are you talking about? I haven't done a dry cleaning van job. Literally one mile from my house, there's a dry cleaner up in Cotswold and they have me on three sides in a bridal dress, a job that I had done, done for a client that I was with in New York for seven years, Montcherie, three sides of the van. And... I was like, oh my God. So I walked in there. I had a baby on my hip and I was like, Hey, that's me on the side of your van. And they were like, no way. That's amazing. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, where's my book. money? Where's my money? So I got a New York lawyer involved. I got a Charlotte lawyer involved. It went nowhere. I was going to end up having to pay more yeah. to, than what to get. And so they stripped the van. One day it wasn't there after me complaining, the lawyers calling them. Um, and they have another girl out there that looks exactly like me right now. Like my boys still think it is me and they just changed the nose a little bit. But I asked them, I said, where'd you get this? Cause I have the pay stubs still. I yeah. keep all my pay stubs. And um, they said stock photo. I'm like, I've never done a stock photo job in my life. So you took it from the website, I guess, and blew it up. I don't know how they did it, but Yes, that that was one that I didn't get. But who knew? You know, they didn't know that that girl on in that picture oh, was yeah. a mile away. You know what? I mean, it was pretty funny. But I did not like to be known as like being on the dry cleaner van. You know, <laughs> like what? I, again, now I have no shame, Mark. I have no. Shame. I'll do whatever you want me to do. I, I did a Novant health a Novant healthcare job. Didn't ask. I don't ask. I don't care. Yeah. As long as the money's good, I don't care what I'm doing. I'm running. Next thing I know, months later, I get all these pictures of my friends who are like in the gynecologist's office. And there I am, no vaunt help, running. And I think it's for like leakage. <laughs> 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 I didn't know that. You know, like 
let me know if it's for HPV or AIDS, you know, like just yeah, like, that would be nice about it, you know, but it's fine. If I get a $90,000 commercial and I have to say that I have HPV and AIDS or whatever, not AIDS, but HPV as an older person or, or I've, you know, crap my, my pants or whatever, yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Give it Why to not? me. I'll do it. I have, I have no shame now. I still will not, I will not dress up like a witch. Anymore. Yeah, no costumes. Not no in public. Costumes. No. <laughs> 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 you ever work with any freak photographers who try to get you to do, you know, hey, just unbutton one more button kind of a thing? Yes, one time in Chicago, and that's one of like one of my um, biggest regrets. I was uh, I was in Chicago, and, my, and a girl, Julie, and I went to this photographer's house and the makeup artist was there and we had a really cool shoot. Um, and it was getting late and the photographer was just a little weird. You know, I, I didn't feel comfortable and the makeup artist wanted to leave and it was like nine o'clock and we didn't know where we were. I was done. Julie was not. Um, he had rubbed her leg, I guess at during dinner or something. And I just felt very uncomfortable and I begged the makeup artist to take me home and I was 16. And makeup artist took me home and Julie didn't get home until about 11, 1130 back at the apartment. And he had made some moves on her and um, we called elite or we called our booker that night. And they said that he was going to be out of town. They were running him out of town and he was never supposedly seen again or worked again. But I felt terrible that I left her there in that uncomfortable yeah. situation. You know, I knew that I needed to get out and I, was 16, you know, right, and yeah. nothing like that had ever happened to me. And, and, um, I, I'm, thank God. I mean, I went to Miami when I was 15 and I mean, the agencies would set us up like next would set us up. And these 55 year olds would come pick us up in Rolls Royces. And I, I told my parents this and they're like, I mean, you know, I'm supposed to be chaperone. Yeah. And they pick us up and we'd go to the China Grill with them and we'd eat dinner with them. And then I'd go back to their house and thank God no one was interested in me. Thank the God. And I, money I, on this? What are they doing? Pimping well, you out? Were the agencies pimping know. you out or something? It's bizarre. I was next. I mean, so the, some girls would go upstairs with these guys and I would be sitting on the couch downstairs like, hey, what are y'all doing? You know? And um, she was like, I just got a massage. And I, I think back to now like, what the hell? Thank God no one was interested in me. Or I was just so naive and just yeah. was like, what, you know, where are we? What are we doing? You know, no man was interested in, in me at 15. Like, you thank must you. put out that vibe. Leave me alone. I never got, yeah. I, yeah. And I look at these girls now and they have the short shorts and your daughters, you know, I mean, they, they wear these yeah. clothes that I just, I was not wearing back then. And I, I, and this, this Instagram, it's, it's a whole, I just, you, you can't put your, it's not that their fault um, that this is a style, you know, but I just, yeah, no one was ever attracted to me. Thank God. I was very lucky. I was very lucky. But there are a few situations like that. Uh, there's a handful where I would like look back and I'm like, shit, what was I thinking? What were they thinking? You know, like, I don't know. Why, why did these men want to come pick up 15 year olds? And why was the agency a part of that? you know well that's I was, I was thinking that photographer in chicago he must have been a nobody photographer because terry richardson in new york was doing that and everybody knew it but nobody cared nobody right. did a thing to stop it and I'm, he was booking campaigns you're right you're right and and honestly they could have 
just lied to us and we would have believed it. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But I, I've been lucky. All right. Last question. I'll let you go. Okay. What's the strangest thing that's happened to you or most interesting since you started modeling? God, that's a hard one. I mean, I'd have to go with like those kind of situations. Yeah. I like the most fun, you know, some of the good things were like, I got to work with Betsy Johnson. I did her campaign. Oh, that's cool. And she was in her seventies then in New York and she was doing cartwheels and I, it was just me, her and the photographer and the lady that does Betsy Johnson. I did her intimate fun and she was so cool. And I just, I, it's people, there's so many, there are more, you know, wonderful things that have come out of my business yeah. my career, then I don't know strange things really. I mean, well, I, even like most interesting and like that, I think falls in that category with yeah. Betsy Johnson. It's like, it's a cool gig. You oh, know, cool. And like I, I did stuff. Oscar De La Renta. He picked me to be like, you know, back in the day at Belk at the, at the mall, like picked me and this other girl to be his girls to come out with him for his perfume line. And like, what a icon he was. And, um, I've learned so much about bras. I did, you know, I did, um, um, got barely there. It's, it's a brand and, yeah. um, in New York for showroom for six years with my best friends in New York. And by going around the showroom, I can tell you this and that and that about a bra and if it fits you. And I, I learned a lot oh, wow. at Neiman's at the, um, I do a lot of their trunk shows. I could care less about fashion. I, I think because I'm in this business, I'm a t-shirt jeans girl. You only see me in t-shirt jeans sneakers, right? Could yeah. care less about high heels, Louboutins. Don't need it. Don't, don't want it. Think it's overpriced. But I have listened in on those trunk shows about Etro and Mason Common and, and, and listening to the, the background and the traveling that goes into getting the ideas and the materials and where they come up with these ideas, it has, has fascinated me. And, and that is what I take off of learning from about fashion and stuff. And I get why some people are so into it. It is an art. And, and um, Ralph Lauren, um, it, it is an art and, and people do have, um, what's the word? Muses that they go off of, like Ralph Lauren's is his wife. And those are the kind of things I have learned and that I'll take with me. And, the, and, and I've learned, you know, I grew up fast. I was with adults when I was a young age. So I look at these girls who are like 15, 16. They don't, they don't travel. They don't go places. I'm like, you, you go, go learn to be independent. So you can be yeah. an independent woman, you know? And, and this Corona thing has been hard for me because I am very independent and I want alone time and I don't want people to talk to me all the time, meaning my kids. And, and I want to be around adults. I, yeah. I miss the work environment. I miss working. I miss being independent. That was a hard thing to come to Atlanta, be with Jack, leaving New York, really sent me into a depression. So those are the great things that I've come out of my, that has come out of my career. But, you know, that, that's like, I guess that's the interesting thing. And, and what a small business it is. Oh, I can work yeah. since I was 14 and be like, oh my God, it, at 40, be like, oh my God, do you we, we know each other, you know, and you haven't seen you in 25 years, but wow, you're still in this business. I'm still in this business. That's unbelievable. You know, it's yeah. a small, small business. And if you do something, everybody's going to know oh, about it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It doesn't take <laughs> long. Well, thank you. You're welcome. So I love you. Love you. Thank you. Appreciate that it. That was fun. That was yeah. fun.
Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was good. Let, when, tell, let me know when it's going to be out. I will. It'll probably be three weeks or so, something like okay. that. But yeah, cool. I'll let you know for sure. All right, I'm going to see if they've destroyed my house upstairs. Yeah, have fun with the boys. <laughs> bye, Mark. Thank All you right. for speaking to me. Yeah, absolutely. Talk to you soon. All right, bye. bye.